Pro Talk with ProTech, digging deep to learn the stories, lessons, and accomplishments of experts in the real estate industry. Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Pro Talk with ProTech. I'm your host, Ashley, and today our guest is a Lorraine Traeger with a Cummings and Company. How are you doing today, Lorraine? I am well, Ashley. Nice to talk to you this morning. <laughs> of course, of course, it is always nice to speak with you as well. Um, well, let's just jump right in. Um, so tell me, uh, in this realty world, what what month of the year feels like a Friday to you? Hmm. Month of the year. I was trying to think, oh, it's a whole month. Well, it depends on what you want as Friday. Friday, like uh, time to just relax and chill to yourself or not chill to yourself, but maybe socialize um, like a lot of energy on a Friday night or like a downtime for weekend for most people that work a week, you know, a nine to five work week. But I'm going to say August because. Friday nights are usually, or Friday feels like a time that, oh, you're getting ready to hang out for the weekend with your friends and family. And August kind of feels like that's the time where you'd go on vacation and chill. So that's my, I say, I say August. <laughs> August is a good time for me as well. You know, no pollen, still a little hot outside. I love the answer. <laughs> a, lot, a lot in Baltimore. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Okay. Well, let's start off on a positive note. Tell me something that's going to happen to you recently. Hmm. I thought about that question and I, I went with reconnection and I just recently I'm getting back. I think probably because of COVID, we kind of stepped away from some of the things that we were doing. And um, I mean, the real estate world was busy and crazy, but just the personal things that I love, love. And I say reconnection to like healing arts and the arts. Um, people weren't gathering as much. Recently went to an essential oil workshop at So Botanical. And I, I love, I love that scent is very important to me, very much into the healing arts and botanical healing. So reconnecting with that community and also the arts community. I'm a member with Current Space and They've created such a great place down on Howard Howard Street with music and art and the um, just the space with connecting with like-minded people. So I say reconnection, um, getting back to the communities I really love. Wow. Wow, that is really enlightening. Nice. <laughs> I love connecting with nature and just like being in nature, really just connecting again, you know? Mm -hmm. so I get that. I, yeah, I'm a, a forest bather. I walk the woods a lot. <laughs> so um how how did you really end up in real estate what's your story all right so I guess you know after college did the I was in the marketing business advertising so creative industry so that kind of goes also with the arts um but then I had children and I, and I was also instructing yoga a lot um but once I had um kids, I wanted to be a little more flexible. And a friend of mine, a neighbor was like, oh, my friend opened a brokerage. I had been a, um, a business developer at a design studio and an ad agency. So they talked to, she talked about opening a brokerage and I, you know, I wanted flexibility. I didn't want to go in Monday through Friday. 
Um, and I connected with her, but I didn't get my, I didn't get my license and go with that brokerage. I spoke with other age, um, other brokerages and I decided to go into real estate and I didn't, I hadn't even purchased a house myself. My husband already had a house. So <laughs> it was all new to me. Um, but it was very similar to a few jobs that I had been doing. Um, mm-hmm. so after kids or not, or just having kids, I mean, I had infants, I got into the business and I, and I love it. I've been doing it for almost 15 years. Yeah. Nice. Nice. That is, that is a, that's a fascinating transition. Um, kind of similar to my story. If I do say so myself, I was in marketing and then I was actually a Zumba instructor. And then I, I thought about it. I love up. you. I love Zumba. It's so fun. <laughs> yes, so- it is. I love it. I love it. We got to go to a class together or something. You guys. Tell <laughs> me where you teach. I'm coming. <laughs> yes. Okay. Well, we're definitely going to have to get it. <laughs> and after this. <laughs> of course. Of course. Um, so tell me, where does um, most of your business come about? Like what really sets you apart? Um, all right. So it's, it's the referral, referral business. Um, when I started the business, my husband was working. So I could start... Um, I didn't have to have a serious salary immediately. And I had young children. So I slowly built the business. It took probably about three years to have a little more consistency. Um, And then from there, it's just compound and just keeping in touch with other um, past clients and, you know, your sphere of influence, your neighbors, just talking to people, the kids at the parents at school. Um, So it's referral and, um, you know, you were asking what what sets me apart huh uh, that's and i i mean i want to say i'm 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 very enthusiastic about what i do but i'm also laid back and chill about you know okay life is uh, moving is a, a really big deal um it's one of the biggest stressors in people's lives it's a huge financial um, decision like getting married or, um, changing your job, which I had been a recruiter before. So I, I've, I've walked people through that path, that journey of helping them with life decisions. So really understanding my clients and listening it and knowing the pace that they, they work at and their, their mindset, everyone is different. Everyone has you know, um, different reasons for moving and their personalities are a personality or whatever, what's whatever personality they are. But, um, so I want to say, I mean, this is so lame, enthusiastic yet laid back, but I've got solid knowledge of 15 years in the business. I grew up around here and understanding, um, people's motives and, and how they want to work. That's a good answer. I mean, I personally don't think that's boring. I mean, I, I mean, I feel like that's like something that people really want, you know, someone that connects with you, but also is, you know, very laid back, not going to push you into any decision. So, I mean, mm-hmm. I think, I think it's a good answer. <laughs> so um, just tell me a little bit more about what you're passionate about outside of reality. Um, I think just, this is interesting, maybe um, just life in general, like we're all here 
trying to make a good living, have a, a nice place for family, yourself to live with a roof over your head. But also, it's not just about the grind of making money. It is really connecting with you. We as humans need to connect to each other and find like-minded people to go through life. I mean, life is, when you're young, it's super exciting and new things are happening and you're building the, the life that you want. And you can get caught up in like the dream of, you know, the new car, the new house, the vacation home, the this, the this, the this, but you don't take the time to be present mm -hmm. in Enjoy what being grateful for each day. So that goes back to, um, I'm also a trained yogi or yogini. I, I haven't taught for a while, but um, just like, you know, I, I like to travel also and traveled around the world, fathers from the Philippines. And, you know, you see, you go there and, and much of the population is very, very poor, but they can live in shacks and they're smiling and they're have they, they are appreciative of life so yeah. um so just mindful living um being healthy with the food i ingest like trying to eat locally um not in excess not processed but and also fitness like i was saying i love your your zumba walking in the woods going for a run but nothing no extremes of anything but a, appreciating everything so right. I'm passionate about life and, <laughs> and my, and, and also I have two children and a husband that we love mm -hmm. traveling around the world or the U S and just seeing how other people live and knowing mm -hmm. that we're very lucky. So yeah, that's <laughs> yeah, no, no, I definitely do think that. I think that, um, well, I think in America, I think we, um, kind of take life for granted sometimes because we just keep going and going and going and going and going that, you know, we sometimes don't take the time to, to see what's around us and then really enjoy the journey and, and, you know, yeah. really take that in because it's, it's not promised to anybody. Right. Right. I agree. I, I 100% agree. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Great. Oh, well, <clears throat> um, what is something that was most impactful, um, to you in your daily routine? Yes, this kind of goes back to what we've we've already touched upon a few times already today, maybe not in recording, but one is getting up and like going outside and breathing the fresh air. And I don't have to do it immediately, like, but within the morning before the, the whole routine begins, I like to go for, or I, I like to go to walk in the woods or maybe go to a yoga class. But I do like to do that earlier in the day before, you know, I get into the appointments, the phone calls to um, just to, again, be present and grateful for the day we have, even if it's a rainy day, like it's nice to go outside in the rain. If you have the gear that you can, you know, you're not totally dripping, but to see, you know, the water where it's coming off from the, the grass into the into the gutters or whatever, or to see the the new blooms of right now, it's gorgeous, the flowers. Um, right. So touching the earth, coming, becoming present before starting the full day. So that, that's, that's important as a, for me as a human. <laughs> and mm -hmm. 
Um, of course. Okay. Yeah. And then I, I and, think, go ahead. I was going to say, yes, I do think so as well. I mean, I, I really do think that people need to uh, really implement that into their day. I think it really makes a difference on just your outlook of the day and really just makes you feel like, wow, okay, this is a fresh start. Yeah. And that's even the thing, you know, I get in these, these phases where, okay, if I'm not feeling that happy or whatever, writing the three to five things that you're grateful for in the morning. And then you're like, this, this life is great. This is, I, I am blessed. I really have not a thing to complain about. Um, but right. You know, sometimes we do, we get so caught up in the grind and the numbers like, okay, let's write down, let's write, let's write down what we're, what we're appreciative of and what we're grateful for. So I like that. Yes, I do too. (laughs) (laughs) So um, just tell me some of the crazy experiences over the years. I know you've been in real estate for about 15 years. So uh, just tell me some of the crazy experience that you've um, entailed by being a real estate agent. All right. So I wrote down three things. Do you want to know about the you know, the $2.3 million listing, the South Baltimore showing or the vacant home showing. Those were like the three, three kind of ones that really stand out in my mind the most. <laughs> Let's go with the first option. Let's see. <laughs> okay. The, the, the $2.3 million um, listing first. Okay, sure. So- yeah. All right. So when I first started, I worked at Coldwell Banker and we had something called um, floor duty which I think some brokerages still might do that. Like you, you would mm-hmm. go into the office and you'd time block, okay, from you know 8.30 a.m. until noon, I'll answer the phones if someone's calling in about you know real estate. I'm in the business for like six months, not long at all. Don't have a lot of business, but I had maybe one transaction. I pick up the call and a woman says, I, you know, I have a house I want to sell. It had been on the market. It's not selling. It's up here off of Falls Road. Um, it had been listed at 2.5 million. And I'm like, what? You know, I'm like, 2.5 million. I am not losing this lead. So I, <laughs> <laughs> I, you know what? Yes. Um, let me get your information. Give me your name, your number. Um I'm going to talk, um, let me get back to you and we will schedule an appointment. So I get on the phone, have her number. I run into my manager. I'm like, I just got this phone call, a listing. They need a new agent. It's um, off of Falls Road. It's 2.3 million. And um, who I'm only six months in. I've never listed a property this. I don't even know what a $2.3 million property is like versus a you know, a $250,000 property. I don't know the difference. Right. I don't know. Make, make sense of it. They said, who, who's an agent in the office that I could team up with? And she gives me another agent. So I call the woman back and they, they kind of coach me what I should say. And we have an appointment to go meet, meet with the owner. We go out there, we look at this property. It's, it's huge, huge. Mm-hmm. And um, it was it was pretty. It was a little ornate in in ways. So I get we get the listing, and we list it, and we do open houses. We get someone call, they call, and they they come to visit. So we are meeting them, and the person was a little odd. Seemed weird. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know. Comes up in kind of a old beater car. <laughs> <for two laughs> 
color listening. And this person comes out, I cannot tell the gender, um, tall, very, I want to say glamorous, but like almost dressed up. Like uh-huh. it felt like a stage show. It, it kind of felt, it felt odd. And uh-huh. Show in the property, and then a day later we get an offer, and and it says like it has a, you know they have a bank account they say it's cash, whatever it all seems shady it it never went through in the end I think it was like probably some kids are like okay this is two million dollar property let's pretend we're gonna buy it and I don't know I mean they weren't kids they were like at least in their. 20s to 40s I couldn't tell the age no they were probably 30 40 but I think somebody just made it up it was a total joke but it's a strange it's a strange story (laughs) (laughs) yeah definitely is exciting but you know you get when you're in the business and especially when you're younger in the business you may not know how to um filter or or not filter but find out who was a, a real a true buyer who's really capable of buying um and that we wouldn't know until we we realized it was total a sham when they wouldn't send the deposit the earnest money deposit then we're like okay this this is not real this isn't real but we got all the documents the paperwork it was on an mar contract it had like an account with with um amount you know a certain amount of money proof of funds so it was weird that was a that was a weirdo that was a strange thing (laughs) <laughs> well i mean we're here so um it probably sold so that was there was okay do you want to hear of any others or no <laughs> well, okay. well how, how about you tell me this what is something um that someone said to you um or did that was a very pivotal point in your career um Okay, so I think this was after I've been in the business about eight or nine years, I was pretty much transactions. I would do transactions here and there, but I never really thought of it as a business. Like uh, mm-hmm. this was my job. I help people, you know, lead them through the journey of buying and selling a house. But I didn't have like goals saying, okay, I want to help this many people each year. It just kind of fell in my lap and I would be in touch with you know, people in the neighborhood, friends, sphere of influence. It wasn't until my eighth or ninth year, I, I was doing well, but it, you know, one year might be a little bit lower. One is a little bit higher. I'm like, I want the consistency. It's nice when I have, you know, several transactions a year. And I was seeking, you know, you can always take classes. You hear from brokerages, various classes. Mm-hmm. A Keller Williams person, um, actually, I've put her name out there, Tina Belleville. She had um, been she had been recruiting for Keller Williams in Pikesville, and I went to a few uh, of the classes, and, and they just made you look at your numbers. And what it was the what someone did it was Tina. She's like, look at your numbers, look at what where you're selling, what what months of the year you're selling, and then go after those the people that you've sold and get re- referrals from those people. And that just made me, I had never really looked at my numbers before. I couldn't even tell you how many transactions I had the last few years. I, it just wasn't something I thought about. So since then, I, every, I know now I'm, I'm a numbers person. 
So that's a big deal. And I guess we should know that. I mean, you as an agent, you, people, should, we should always know that. But the first few years, I, I was not, it wasn't on my, wasn't top of mind for me. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think um, when you're first starting out, it's just, you know, you're just, you're just trying to do, 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 do. <laughs> and there's not a lot of tracking involved. So uh, yeah. Yeah. I think, I think that, that, that is a pretty good one. Know your numbers. That's what it is. Know your numbers. Yeah. Definitely. Definitely. Well, I'm going to, um, let's end this out on a good note. Um, what is something that you valued as a new agent? Hmm. Oh, well, okay. As, as a new agent, I mean, I don't know if I, I, I'm just going to say this just in general, accountability, having a colleague, a manager, somebody, if you're not in the office, or even if you are in the office, have an accountability partner. If it, um, it might be just quarterly at first, maybe it's monthly, maybe it's weekly or daily, but somebody that you're telling them what you're doing in the business. So you're, Mm -hmm. you're, you're doing something because you can get into this. You're an independent contractor. It's up to you to be motivated and build your business. If you don't have someone um, that keeps you accountable, if you're not a type A personality, or even if you are, it's nice to have, it's, it's important for you to um, have that accountability. Yes, I think it definitely is. Um, just keep, keep, really a, keep, a data, keep a database. Very, 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 very important. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I know. We do so much. We never know what we're doing sometimes. Uh, it's just even very right. call. Yes. Okay. All right. Well, that is always good to hear. Thank you so much um, just for your insight and uh, really just your look at life. Um, You know, thank you so much for being on my show today, Lorraine. I really do appreciate it. You're welcome, Ashley. It was great fun. And I'm Zumba class. Tell me about your Zumba. (laughs) (laughs) Of course I will. Um, Okay. Well, I hope everyone has a great day. And remember, if you're looking for a reliable inspection company, Visit our website at protech-inspection.com and be sure to follow us on social media to learn a little bit more about our services. Thanks so much for tuning in to another episode of Pro Talk with Protech. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast and follow Protech Inspection Services on Instagram, Facebook, and LinkedIn.